Well, as you likely saw and heard, there were more protests and demonstrations in cities around the world this past weekend, all protesting the treatment of a woman in Iran and women in general in Iran. In his first public comments on the unrest, we also heard from Iran's supreme leader. He came out blaming the United States as well as Israel for the protests and saying that his security forces will be ready for more challenges to his rule. The United States officials there saying they are appalled by the violence in Iran in response to the protests there. We've also heard those sentiments echoed from the UK as well as Canada. This all started when 22-year-old Masa Amini She fell into a coma just hours after being detained by the so-called morality police. This happened on September 13th in Tehran. She was beaten for allegedly breaking the strict law there requiring women to cover their hair with a hijab or a headscarf. She passed away three days later and we've seen those protests and demonstrations ever since. Well, we wanted to get a better idea on what was happening locally when it comes to the protests and Mahan Zeri joins me now, a local activist who has been taking part in those demonstrations. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, I know you've been very active in taking part in these protests and these rallies. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen when going and taking part in these events? Um, I think for, I I, I want to say for, for the first time for a lot of us Iranians, it really feels like the world is listening to us. This movement is not something new. It's not from uh, this year. It's not a 2020, um, sorry, 2022 movement. It's something that's been going on. Um, so it feels really nice to see just the world coming together, everyone watching us. So many, of course, so many Iranians. We have a lot of uh, Iranians in the community, but just people outside of our community coming, raising awareness and um, standing in solidarity with us. And what do you think has changed them? Because you're right, this isn't, unfortunately, this isn't something that, that is new. This is something that has happened before. And but, but people have really rallied behind or come together because of the death of Masa Amini. What do you think was the changing point? Or what are you hearing from people as to how this was what is bringing people out and, and finally making it so people are saying, we're not going to put up with this anymore? Mm-hmm. I think there's a few factors that are involved. Um, uh, I think for the people there, because I think they have nothing to lose anymore. So there's poverty, there's no human rights, there's no accountability, uh, the, uh, the government, and they've just got to the point that they've had it. They're like, we, we're not going to let any more of our kids die in vain and stay quiet. But I think with us on this side, people who live outside of Iran, we're also feeling a huge sense of guilt because just three years ago, 1,500 Iranians were murdered by the regime, by the terrorist regime. And we, we didn't do nearly enough. So I think a lot of us are this time really feeling it. And we, we're not going to give up and we're going to have their backs however way we can. And I think when I talk to people in Iran and I have family who's out in the streets protesting, you know, most of us do. And when I ask them what they need from us, all they're saying is to just keep our voices alive. So I think we're, we have to do that for him, for them. There's no other choice. 
And when you see that as well and talk to people, the the difference too, even well, it's so great to see people going into the streets of Canadian cities as we've been seeing now the past couple of weekends. Unfortunately, I mean, we're seeing violence in some other cities, people in Iran who are really putting themselves in dangerous way doing this. What can you say kind of about the difference between going to a protest in Canada as opposed to say some of the more dangerous parts of the world? Um, it's completely different. We go to the protest, we come home, we are, we're safe. Uh, we have freedom of speech. Um, in Iran, um, they, they, like I said, they have nothing and freedom of speech. It's not just about hijab. This movement kind of started, uh, as I think hijab was the way that it got out, but it is so much more than that. There are people who are in full hijab, but the minute they open their mouths about anything against the government, they disappear. So I think the difference is that when we go to a protest uh, here, we get to come back home, we're safe, we have freedom of speech, we jump on social media, and we can talk about it. And it, it's completely different. They're, they're literally, every time they go out into the streets, they're fighting for their lives, and they're putting their lives on the line. And people uh, who are in full hijab, even, this is not just about hijab. I know this movement started um, and it gained momentum as uh, like a movement against hijab, but there's so much more than that. They don't have freedom of speech. There's people who are in full hijab. They're making videos that they're going out there to protest for human rights. And they're also getting, uh, they're getting beaten by the uh, morality police. They're uh, getting sent to prison. So there's just so much more than that. Um, it's it's about everything. These people, like I said, have nothing. And, um, yeah. And when you look at that, and some of the early numbers or some of the numbers that we're seeing out of Iran, uh, the state TV there saying that at least 41 protesters have been killed, uh, that more than 1,500 protesters or demonstrators have been arrested. What can people, again, protesting and rallying in Canada do as far as is it is it keeping these rallies going and reaching out to our federal government to do more or what actions can can we do here and actually do you think make a difference uh absolutely we we definitely can make a difference i really feel like our voices and the way we've amplified it has kept the people going when i talk to family or friends there they are so thankful to see us doing what we're doing here and it, it honestly is keeping their spirits alive and sometimes even on this end I'm like you know like we've been doing this like I feel like I, I feel a bit hopeless and I'm like if we cannot lose hope on this side we have to keep it alive for them so I think for action steps the biggest thing is that we need to hold our governments accountable we need to stop any sort of nuclear deals from going through with Iran. These governments need to stop making deals with a terrorist regime that is Iran. Because on one hand, you cannot condemn them for killing and murdering their own people. And on the other hand, and then shake their hand and make deals with them. So I think that's the biggest thing is to reach out to our governments, you know, in the US, in Canada, and hold our uh, governments accountable, hold our leaders accountable. Number two, I think um, contacting uh, media, making sure, because I know a lot of the biggest ones are not talking about it nearly as much as they should. And I think um, just keep telling them, keep uh, tagging them, keep contacting them, and um, almost forcing them to do it because we need everyone to keep this on their radar. Uh, number three is to keep social media posts alive. It might seem tiring, it might seem redundant, but honestly, these people are dying on the streets and it's 
our duty to do that, at, at least do that for them. So I think just to keep posting, keep talking about it, keep discussing all these new videos that are coming out daily, like what happened to the university um, in Tehran. I'm sure you've heard of it, um, mm-hmm. Sharif University, where they're holding the children hostage and shooting at them and killing them. These are the smartest minds in Iran. Keep the information current, keep posting. And lastly, I think um, any sort of petition, like uh, I've seen a lot that I've signed, um, again, bringing awareness to it. So I think those are four action steps that we can all take um, quite easily, quite safely, um, without any sort of fear on our end. And do you think it's changed too in that they're really... The, the response, as as we know, is different. The the number of rallies around the world and people that are standing up to this, uh, even though, as you mentioned, we know this isn't new, does it make it as well so people can't say, oh, well, I didn't know, I didn't realize things were that bad when it's in our faces and people are keeping up those messages every day? Yeah, it, 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 exactly. It feels very different. I think collectively people are talking about it. Collectively people are aware and I've had a lot of people reach out and be like, I had no idea it was like this in Iran, because I think for people, they might think like they see the hijab and they think that's the extent of it. They don't know, for example, that, you know, you can't have a dog in Iran. Freedom of speech. If you post something on social media, the government, the morality police will show up at your door. You'll disappear and there's no accountability. There is nothing there. So I think they're all shocked as to like, wow, we didn't know it was that bad. And to be honest, I've even learned so much just, you know, diving in and researching and reading. So I think collectively we're all learning and um, all coming together. And yes, it is, it, it's hard to avoid it. And sometimes it can seem overwhelming, even for me, who's Iranian, but it's necessary. It's what is needed for us to keep pushing forward because this is not going to be easy, but it's doable. I really believe this time is completely different than all the other times because the world is coming together and we're united in the fight. All right. Mahan, thank you so much for joining us and for talking more about this today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your time as well.